We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Oh, sorry. Welcome in to Fan Race Guys Thursday night, the Oxford Exxon podcast. I can edit that out. It's completely. Uh, it's all good. It's completely fine. We'll figure it out. But by Thursday night, look, guys, you're you're getting whatever you're getting. That's that's the way it works. Uh, ben Mintz joining us on the show tonight. Again tomorrow in podcast form, you get Mintz in hour number one, hour number two. It's your calls. We hang out for a while. We talk to you or we don't, depending on the number of calls that come in. Kind of finish off the week leading up to Ole Miss and Vanderbilt from Nashville, 3 o'clock on Saturday for uh, for that one. So appreciate all you guys. A lot of shows this week, a lot of stuff on the network. And, um, yeah, Ole Miss trying to get 6-0 and on the season when they went over the Commodores on Saturday. So uh, we'll talk about that today. We will talk about God knows what. I don't know. We've already been discussing uniforms and NBA preseason and that kind of thing here in the pre-show. So we'll see what we get to in a second. But the uh, podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. By the time you are hearing this on Friday, spaghetti and meatballs will be your lunch special. Bread, any size fountain drink. And remember, every time you make any purchase, you can go ahead and be eligible and sign up to win an official Ole Miss game day football jersey. I saw the winner of the Central Arkansas game, went and picked his up this week. Saw that on Twitter from Blue Sky. So they're giving seven away for the season. And you can uh, enter in to win to win one of the ones coming up. Still several home games starting next week with Auburn back here in Oxford. So, again, this is Blue Sky location here in Oxford and coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. That's the number to call. If you are looking for a uh, Ford vehicle, give a that uh, number of call, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Uh, it's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. You can chop it around. You can do what I've done four times now. What I recommend you do, hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest, join Ben Mintz. You guys, whoever calls, the, the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food. 
uh, on the square in Oxford. If you're hanging out this weekend, not going to Nashville, looking for a place to watch the game, watch the game before the game, watch the game after the game, whatever the case may be, get in touch with Rafters. Stop by, have a burger, a po' boy, a beer, appetizer, um, full bar, the whole deal there at Rafters on the square in Oxford. Also, Rafters in New Albany. Chase mentioned uh, all the stuff that is up on the site. Mind on My Money is up where you listen to podcasts. We talked about uh, Elon Musk and the uh, Twitter deal and how that's impacting uh, banks. Uh, we also talked about Peloton bleeding and making another round of cuts. Talked about why that might be. That's on uh, Mind on My Money presented by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We've got uh, McCready and Siski up today. Our picks for the road to Boise are are up. About an hour and a half show. It was really good today. I think you'll uh, get a kick out of it. Tyler I know this will shock you had energy. Uh, that's brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. And then um, we had Pete's Pigskin Preview. Getting you ready for Ole Miss and Vanderbilt on Saturday afternoon. That's up on um, our YouTube channel here. I'll put it up in podcast form. It, it's Watch the video. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I'll, I'll put it up where you can listen to it if you'd like. I, it, it's, I can't even imagine it would be like it would, it would be like listening to a TV show. A lot of people do it, though. Yeah, and and we make money off of it, so I'll put it there for you and go for well, it. Well, the stories used to be on the radio. The soap opera started out as radio thing, so maybe it's, it's a good point. Yeah. Good point. That's where God and Light began. That is uh, brought to you by Walk-On's Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland. Got uh, the Butcher versus the Spin Instructor. Week 6 is up as well. Uh, You can... Listen to that. You can watch that. That's up wherever you listen to podcasts. It's up on our YouTube as well. It's brought to you by LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. All the freshest cuts um, right there, in uh, right across from Kroger. Just let Kroger be your landmark. You don't need to go into Kroger to get meat. Go to LB's. They've got all the freshest cuts, beef, chicken, pork. Uh, fresh seafood comes in every Thursday. They've got wings. Um, house-made sausages that are fantastic, chicken, pork, beef. They've got uh, the bacon-wrapped jalapenos, the stuffed mushrooms, the bacon-wrapped asparagus. There's so many things there. It's just fantastic. You'll love it. Give it a shot. Make sure that you tell Greg and the people at LB's how much you appreciate them sponsoring so much content of ours at uh, MPW Digital. And this show brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Same great name, same great products, just uh, different names. I said the same great people, I should say. Just different names. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, the surrounding area, get in touch with uh, Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in uh, Memphis, Hernando, DeSoto, all that area, get in touch with the people at Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, 662-429-4429. Yeah, Grind, it's days of our lives, like sands through the hourglass. These are the days of... Our lives. Those are the days of our lives. Yeah. Bone. I guess Hope. it's still on. It's still on. Is it? Yeah. Well, God and Light stopped, right? Didn't, didn't that what we decided? Uh, Wasn't it the one that quit? The ones that I remember, I don't know whether Guiding Light, Guiding Light. Because you had all my children. You had, uh, uh, as the world turns. 
Yeah. Which was followed by The Guiding Light. It was at 1 and 2 o'clock on CBS, I believe. Yep. Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless. Bold and the Beautiful. Bold and the Beautiful. Young and the Restless was kind of, it was kind of edgy for a while. It was pretty good. Was it? I used to watch it. Sometimes. It's only a thirty minute, or it was it was a thirty minute program. I think. I think most of the other ones were were an hour, if I have that right. My great grandmother was a big soap opera watcher, and I remember that from when I was young. And it dictated your games. I got like Bozo and Dukes of Hazard in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I got soap operas for a while, and then I got Cubs. Oh, you got you see, join the Cubs in progress. Yeah, I, I call it the Cubs at three o'clock. So I got like the, the last five innings of the of the Cubs is the way that the way that worked. Um, because it was usually it was the Cubs, and even for my six year old self, for whatever reason, I found the Cubs. Bro- Maybe it was because it was more common, but the Cubs broadcast more appealing than the White Sox broadcast. Uh, I did not need the and you can put it on the board stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm out. No, like yeah. and I, the, so I would I, I would almost kind of pull for the Cubs, but then I would pull for whoever was playing the White Sox typically when oh. when the when the White Sox were on. Because how many how many White Sox games were on WGN or why would back they, then? Yeah, or why? Like, well, how would how did that package work? I don't know how the package worked. They'd only put like fifteen or twenty of them. It wasn't a ton, but there were a few on there, and then they did every Cubs game. Yeah, it was only whenever the Cubs were not playing. Yeah, it was there had to be a hundred and forty something, a hundred and fifty Cubs games a year. I mean, the only times they were blacked out was the Saturday game of the week. So it was day game White Sox, off day Cubs. If they were on WGN, I guess so. That was it. Um, If you're curious, I just pulled this up Uh, in the. Coveted eighteen to forty nine female category. The top four um, soap operas from a rating standpoint: Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives. Oh, General Hospital. Currently, yes, that is correct. So, although they all are falling in, yeah, in viewers. Yeah, come on. Um, the demo, the 18 to 49 females year over year fall have, for young and restless, even the winner down 11%. Yeah. That's not good. No, that's a problem. Well, there women, young women watch a lot of ask me how I know reality shows. Now they must be getting some people that are older because overall young and the restless 5% up in total viewership, just down on that 1849 female and young and the restless still has the same logo from when I was like, four. yeah. Well, By the way, if it ain't I'm, if it ain't broke, I'm staring at it. Days of our lives does too. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. So, yeah, Stefano. You never knew what Stefano was going to do. Going to be bad. Who was it? it was it was Marl? What show? On uh, Days of Our Lives, the one that got she was she was uh, possessed. I don't know. She was married to John or her trying favorite to be married was, to John. My, my great-grandmother, her favorite was Guiding Light. I remember like when Reba died and then came back and ended up being like, I think she went to like a Amish cult or something for a little while oh. and then maybe like just came back from the dead period. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a it was a sight. Um, Kickoff in Denver, Colts and Broncos getting started here on a Thursday night game that we've both decided we have really very little interest yeah, in. good. Miami leads Brooklyn 35-24 in the second period of an exhibition game that we have even less yeah, interest in. Yeah, that one in. really matters. There's just nothing on. No college football tonight. But if there is, I can't find it. So if somebody knows where there's a college football game, fill me in. 
No, I don't think there is a game okay. tonight. Marlena, that's who it was. Uh, Marlena was possessed by was she? a devil or something. So what ended up happening? I, mean, I can't remember. It took it went on forever. Oh, really? Yeah, you had Bo and Hope, and Hope was having issues. And <laughs> Rebel Heckler says, I've listened since day one, and I honestly can't believe it took this long to get here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Covered a lot of topics. So some news today uh, in college football. Max Johnson, the Texas A&M quarterback, out for the season with a broken bone in his throwing hand. They go back to Haynes King. Jimbo feeling the heat. I mean, really, we, we talked about this earlier in the week. We are an Arkansas mistake away from total disaster. And then today on Feinbaum, a caller called in and said it would be easier. Now, we're not blaming the whole fan base for the one caller, are we? Look, I, I'm, 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 I'm as much as the next guy I want to make fun of A&M. Don't get me wrong. But are we? 717. Where's my pen? Because we had a pool, and I don't remember. What did I have in the pool? Does anybody? Okay. When Chase would first defend the Texas A&M. It wasn't 717. October 6th. Where's my pen? I, this is unbelievable. It's like the moment finally came, and I'm totally unprepared. (laughs) Go ahead. Tell what happened. Called in. Was it Roger from Texas? Calls in and says it would just be cheaper to hire a hitman. Well, I mean, you probably can get a hitman cheaper than $95 million. I mean, I know inflation's high right now, but I don't think it probably would cost $95 million for, for that service. But, yes, I understand what you're saying. I mean... It's not funny ever. And you pray that someone He was joking, right? I, I, I don't I, if if I'm fine bomb and them I'm trying to figure out where the call came from and You're at least gonna have it checked. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you can't not. But I I'm I'm no, am I putting the whole fan base in Rogers? No, of course not. Absolutely not. No. No, no. But I'm telling you. It's going to get bad there. They're one Arkansas screw-up away from it already being. An inch and a half. In, well, I mean, if you just want to do the kick, the kick was. Well, that's all it took. And, I didn't need to do anything else. Yeah, I mean, it was half an inch. AJ not fumbling. I mean, take well, your pick. The, the, the bad snap on second yeah. down. If there's no bad snap on second down, Cam Little makes the kick from straight up 32 yards. He makes that kick. He makes that kick 99 times out of 100. And they win the game. And we, this is total meltdown there. Yeah, I, I I don't want to give too much credence because it's never funny. But, like, that feels too cheap. Like, I'll just, just say that. I'll, I'll, I won't make it a topic on the podcast. But that feels too cheap. I don't think quality is, is high with that one. Um, <clears throat> weren't they good? I thought it was interesting. Who did they employ last week? Help me. Mississippi State. State. I thought that the A&M media, because I enjoyed their message boards when the game was over last Saturday, so I saw a decent amount of A&M media. I I thought that they were greasing it to go back to Haynes King anyway and for him to be the quarterback. So, I mean, it's a huge deal, but on the field, I kind of felt like probably where they were going. King was bad. Oh, it was awful. Johnson was bad. Awful. 
This is the quarterback guru, and all he gets is bad quarterbacks. He's not a quarterback guru. Yeah. He was really good offensively 15 years ago. They said he was. 10 years ago. I'm just telling you. Well. Look at their schedule. I mean, do the Ole Miss thing for a minute. That game suddenly doesn't. Frankly, that game is less scary to me if I'm evaluating it from an Ole Miss perspective. Of, Fayetteville. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's less scary than Auburn next week. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah. Do you really? I do. A&M's defensive speed would make me go the other way on that. But, yeah, it's it's in that ballpark. It's in the same territory. Certainly not as scary as LSU. No, 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 no. God, no. And no. A&M sort of turns on their own team in College Station, too. Yeah, and of, of the that's, that, that's not an environment that overwhelms you. And the last three games are far scarier to me from an Ole Miss perspective than Texas A and M, Alabama, of course, at Arkansas and the Mississippi State. All three of those. If you were picking today, Alabama, Texas A and M, you would pick Alabama. If you were picking today, Arkansas, Texas A and M, you'd pick Arkansas, and you'd pick Mississippi State. State did beat them. Alabama's going to beat them, and Arkansas should have beaten them. I'm telling you, Arkansas is going to kick themselves in the feet in the in the in their own ass for months over that A and M game. Yes, God, it's ridiculous. You can't lose that game. It was right there. Yeah, multiple times. They get a reprieve in a couple weeks with Carolina, sort of, but maybe. I'm not giving them the South Carolina game. They're off next week. Well, they'll win that. Alabama, Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, Auburn, UMass, LSU. I'll give them UMass. Oh, yeah, they That's all I'm going to give them. No, they can lose in Columbia, the way they're playing. Of course. They can't score. I would – look, Anthony Richardson, it sucked, but I think I would pick Florida in College Station today. And they've lost how many times so far? Just the two? It feels like four, but it's just They've two. lost just twice. They've beaten um, At Miami, they, Arkansas, Sam Houston. Yeah. Three and two. Three and two. About to be three and three. You lose that Carolina game. Oh, it gets squirrely. And suddenly finding six is it gets a chore. Hard. Can you imagine? Five and seven in College Station. Ooh. Frankly, six and six in College Station. Hell, it's the same thing. Well, they deserve six and six because then you have to go play an awful bowl game. Yeah, go enjoy wherever, Shreveport or Memphis or whatever. I think they could find a way to blame it, forfeit, or get out of it and say we, we had a we had a breakout of strep, on strep throat maybe. Oh, we had a quarterback injury and just really derailed us. We just couldn't do it, yeah. All right, it's going to be tough. And then you're going to tell the boosters to turn around and pay millions of dollars a month later for NIL? If I'm a booster. Hey, I, we just need a little more. If I'm a booster, I'm saying, well, wait a minute. If I give it to you, who's coaching them? That's when a booster goes. I'm giving the money to Texas A&M, not to Jimbo Fisher. I wouldn't want to be Ross right now. Someone say, Someone will say, why don't you give him that contract? And he'll say, well, because he was going to go to LSU, and they would, they would say, well, good. Should have let him. It's your job to know the, the, the score. Is that completely fair to Ross? No, but it, it is what it is. Life's not fair. Because when did he do that? 
What year? Last year. Oh, it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. When they were so concerned that Jimbo was leaving for a- for LSU. Because all he's really done is gone eight and one or whatever during the COVID year. He had a great COVID year. He did. He did. And everybody said, they're breaking. Here they come. Mm-mm, not. As it turns out, when you go back and you review what happened in the COVID year, you can pretty much throw most of it away. Good and bad. Yeah, people had – Ole Miss is one of the few teams where you looked at it and went, okay, that was the start of something. It was the start of something. Yeah. But you can like – But it was still five and five. I mean, but Ole Miss probably would have beaten LSU had Elijah played, yeah, had sure. Yaboa played. Yeah. You know, But I, like Indiana is not and, capitalizing. And now you would have – now that we know what we know, I would have liked to have seen Ole Miss go play at Texas A&M. We, we all uh, assumed it would have been a loss. I'm not so sure anymore. Well, the first time it would have been a win because Mond wasn't playing. Right. That was a win. And what you're finding out is that Kellen Mond was a pretty good college quarterback. Yeah. He was a college quarterback, but he was Yeah, well, it's all he was asked to be. Yeah. It's it's the Jefferson thing. Yeah. I mean, everybody always does. He doesn't need to go play for the Raiders. Well, everybody always goes, K.J. Jefferson can't play in the NFL. And you're like, yeah, I know. And then he can't. suddenly he might be out, and everybody goes, well, if, if he's not available, they'll get blown out. I'm like, well, hold up. <laughs> Just two weeks ago, you said this guy, you know what I'm saying? You're asking a guy to be a college quarterback. Kellen Mom was a good college quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tim Tebow was a great college quarterback. He was. Chris Leak. Yeah. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. It's a great time to try Johnston Hill Creamery. A lot of football season to go. And you can take advantage of one of their tailgate packages. They have uh, options to feed 10, 20, 40. You can buy plenty of their great products as well. Go to johnstonhillcreamery.com. You can order online now. You can take care of whether it's charcuterie boards or cheese trays or those tailgating packages at Johnston Hill Creamery. Do it all online. Take care of it. Make sure it's confirmed and you are good to go for whatever the special event it is, including Grove season here in Oxford. And also, let me tell you about their Halloween cheese class coming up. It's October 27th. That's a Thursday night from 6 to 730 it's on White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar in Oxford. They're going to create a spooky charcuterie board, or you are. You can take it home, other tips, tricks, snacks, and dessert as well. So learn how to do that from an expert there with Johnston Hill Creamery. So again, for all these different things, that's johnstonhillcreamery.com. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. They have six different uh, flavors directly they're shipped to your door. Use code MPW for t- uh, $20 off your first order with PrimeShrimp.com. Their newest flavor, the Lemon Crack Pepper, the Signature, which is my favorite. They have the Mills in the Bag with the Garlic Herb Butter and the French Quarter Alfredo, the Simply Shrimp, or the Spicy Option, the Louisiana Shrimp Bowl. And now they also are selling their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. It's a lot like what you find in grocery stores except a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So, again, that's promshrimp.com. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark. That's nespark.com. Take advantage of uh, the best internet in Lafayette County, whether it be the 100 MB or the the one gig. We've got that here at home. We've got that at the Clark Ford Studio as well. Northeast Spark will take care of you. So, again, go to nespark.com. Also, if you're in the uh, Union County and Pontotoc County where you don't currently have internet, they can take care of you. So to find out all those different things and to get the best internet in Lafayette County, nespark.com. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp, where you can train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. 
When you know you find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Sometimes you talk to family or friends, but that doesn't always work. They have preconceived notions. They have their own emotions built into your problem. Talk to a therapist, talk to a professional, somebody who can help you with a clean slate that listens and is really just a blank canvas to take care of your problems with you. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, entirely online. You can turn your video on or off. You can make it whatever it is you want to make it. You can even switch therapists at any time. So you want to be a better problem solver? Therapy can get you there. That's betterhelp.com slash MPW to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash MPW. Fair. I mean, no, Ross was in a no-win situation there, but at the end of the day, it's still his scalp. Yeah, Mitchell says not trying to defend Ross, but I doubt he made the decision to extend Jimbo. He, nope, but his name's on the contract probably. He's going to get blamed for it. But it's too much money. Can't do anything. I agree. When does it go down? I don't know. What is interesting to me, I'll say it. I'll say it out loud. I had someone tell me, watch Billy Luigi's Twitter feed. When Billy's not defending the A&M coach, something's up. Is he not today? No. no. Hadn't been for a week. Really? Yeah. That does mean something. Kyle Wilson, thanks for the super chat. He says, how would you rank coaches under Saban who are head coaches now? Um, How are we doing it? Are we doing present day or are we doing in general? Yeah. I mean, right now you'd have to say Kirby's number one. He just won the national championship and he's undefeated, ranked second in the country. Um, after that, I'm I'm going with Lane. Uh, here's the list. I think this is right. Kirby, Charles Huff, Marshall. He's solid. Still, still early, but he, he's right. trying to absolutely implement the Saban system in Huntington. I mean, just to the T. Yeah. Beat Notre Dame, and it was we're back the next day. One, one, one. Here, like yeah. no, it's it's sure Mario Cristobal. Uh, tremendous recruiter still has to prove that he can Very put it together out. on the field. Yeah, yeah. Billy Napier. Uh, the, I do believe in him. Oh yeah, the early results are pretty pretty positive. Yeah. He inherited kind of a, a wreck in Gainesville. It's going to take him a minute. Mel Tucker, one and done, baby. Jimmy Sexton, king of college football. Just. Wheeling and dealing. Hey, Mel's hey, going to go to LSU, guys. Jimmy would say, hey, I didn't put a gun to anybody's head. I hate, Jimmy Sexton cannot make people pay. No, any more than he can make a coach not take a job. Because a school can go, no, hell no. Sure, Please. of course. I mean. Now he can put a puzzle together like nobody's business. Yeah, but I mean, you, uh, he can't do it alone. Mm-mm. It's not like he drives down to Baton Rouge and goes, okay, here's Chip Kelly. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, I'm still willing to give him more time in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not out on him yet. No, I mean, I'm he's recruiting pretty high level. Let's, I'll, I'm, I don't know that I would buy, 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 but I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Mike Loxley. He's done a nice job. Uh, he's done a really nice job. He's done a nice job. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm not going to put him in the rarefied air, but he's done a good job. Lane Kiffin. Um, you can make an argument for lane number two. I think I'd put him number two. Yeah, you can easily make a, a, a lane number two argument. 
That's probably true. I mean, he is 17 and freaking three at Ole Miss in his last 20. If he beats or Vanderbilt. Or he will be in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Once they, if they beat Vanderbilt, they're 17 and three in their last 20. <laughs> Again, that's only four programs in the country or higher. So he's number two. Yeah. Yeah. Butch Jones, Arkansas State. Sure. Uh, Solid. Fine. It's fine. Dan Lanning, it's year one. We'll see. Most people think he's going to do really, really well. Yeah. Jim McElwain is actually an underrated coach, but I'm yeah. not putting him anywhere near the no, top of but, anything. But he's do, he's done a good job. He's done a good job with Chippewas. Yeah. But all right, Central Michigan. Uh, Kurt Signetti, James Madison. James oh, Madison's good. They're kicking ass in the Sun Belt. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Signetti will not be at James Madison in three years. Well, no. I mean, if we were putting together a hot board, God forbid, right now, he would be on it. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I guess listen. If Bo Bounds says Lane's going to Auburn, that is a that's Bo guessing. B that's Bo hoping. B, C that's Bo praying. Nobody that I know connected to Auburn, and I know several people connected to Auburn, believe that Lane Kiffin to Auburn is remotely realistic. Now, might Lane Kiffin's people use Auburn's vacancy as leverage? Sure. Sure. 100%. Yeah. 100% that's possible, not 100% they are. No, but yeah, they, they, they could. I wouldn't blame them. I get it. Get, you use leverage to get what you want. And I guess Jimbo would be a, that's the Alabama former assistants. So. Yeah. Because hell, most of them were on that 15 staff together. Good God. Yeah. I mean, Saban doesn't probably get enough credit for his ability to find talent, not just coaching, not just playing talent, but coaching mm-hmm. talent. Yeah, there have been some doozy contracts. Yeah. God. It's the world of college football, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have Frankly, any... unless you if – you, if you can avoid going into that stupid Michigan State A&M kind of territory, the numbers don't matter that much. No. Uh, like, if you're – If you're uh, if you're Ole Miss, you give you give Lane nine nine and a half if that's what you have to do. He's worth it. I mean, relatively, is it truly worth it? Probably not. Is it worth it? Yeah. How old's Matt Ryan? Thirty four. Maybe older than that, doesn't he? I don't know. Yeah, DJ Jones was a really good move there for the Broncos. He's had a nice career. Hey, Siri, how old is Matt Ryan? It is just so hard to convert a third and long in the NFL. You 37 just, years old. 37. Wow. How about yeah. that? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, well, I visited with uh, Ben Mintz yesterday. Here's that interview as we preview the weekend ahead in college football, also the weekend ahead in the NFL. We'll come back on the other side. We will take your calls. On the Raptors Music and Food Hotline, speaking of, here is Ben Mintz. Ben Mintz, Barstool Sports, kind enough to join us as he does each and every Thursday evening. Benjamin, how are you? I'm good. I'm not sunburned at all from the student section on Saturday, and uh, at least my voice is starting to come back. But I was looking a little rough uh, with a red face and a hoarse voice after that game on Saturday. But, man... Hey, all worth it. What a thrilling old Miss win, 22-19. And, you know, kind of got away with one, to be honest. Defense made a couple of huge plays at the end. And the Kentucky kicker, uh, Rufla, the same kicker who missed the extra point that helped get me to Barstool two years ago, really struck again in that game. So uh, he's still a Christmas card. Yeah, he's, still, he's at the top of the Christmas card list again. But uh, had so much fun in Oxford. Uh, like, I was up on stage on Friday night at Rafters with Brianna, who's a Barstool star or sleep on your dead tour i was like what what's going on here you know hit the grove early saturday morning and i uh, had a blast in the student section i was sitting real low in the first half and had the barstool miss guys clipping me and then i ended up in the second half with kevin graham and uh, taylor broadway in the baseball section but uh it was awesome and then you know i had a blast uh then went to memphis at music fest saturday night and sunday Memphis, which i can't say enough good things about and so, I mean, I had like all-time Oxford Memphis weekend. And, you know, I, I, I can tell you the truth, Neil, my alarm went off at Monday morning at 5 a.m. I, I was I was not not very happy about it. But uh, we're back in New York now and uh, kind of, you know, my, my skin's peeling a little bit, but, but we're doing all right. You're saying you weren't really ready to answer the bell on Monday when it rang? No, I mean, like, because I did the Sunday night music fest and we were there until like 9 or 10. And, man, that 5 a.m., I mean, I did Friday night, you know, did the show Friday night in Oxford, Saturday and Sunday night, Mipfo in that game. I mean, I'm 39 years old. You know, there's only so much one man could do. And so I was pretty shook. I actually got back here Monday. I popped in the office for a little bit, and then I went to bed. I didn't watch one play of Rams Niners. I went to bed at 7.30 p.m. Monday night, which is the earliest I've ever gone to bed in my life. And then, uh, you know, Tuesday morning, I started feeling like a human being again. So we're, 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 we're here. Well, I'm glad you're there. All right, I want to get to the NFL slate, but first I want to talk about some of the college games because there's some interesting college games that I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, I know know we don't have you forever, so I'm not going to just bog down, but Cinderella is in Lawrence, Kansas, and, boy, it feels like the clock is awfully close to to midnight for her. Uh, the, The Jayhawks getting seven against TCU. Any chance at all Kansas pulls this off? 
there's a chance, you know. I know TCU's getting a lot of love after just just completely embarrassing Oklahoma. I mean, they scored 41 points in the first half. And TCU, you know, you, that was a real bold move to move on from Gary Patterson, the school legend, to get Dykes. They got to be feeling pretty good about it. Max Dugan, Duggan or whatever, he's like a Heisman candidate at this point. But I, if this game was in Fort Worth, I'd say no chance. But with it being in Kansas and them being fired up and – you know, TCU is coming off such a big win at home against Oklahoma. Uh, maybe Kansas is catching them in a pretty good spot. So, you know, I don't know if Kansas can win, but I, I, I'm going to take a look at Kansas. And you, know, you know me, though, Neil. I'm a believer in the home underdog. Always am. So, I'm going to take a look at Kansas plus seven. I'm considering it. All right. Tennessee and LSU. I don't know about you, but I'm super pumped about this game. Um I'm glad it's early. I'm glad I get a chance to watch it. Tennessee minus three at LSU. What do you uh what do you, what do you think about this? My instincts like the home dog again here too. Uh, you know, Tennessee, I know a lot's gonna be made. That LSU Auburn game. And remember I was on Auburn last week and we we got that. That was a good pick. You know, even though they blew a 17-0 lead and lost 21-17, that Auburn plus eight was really never in too much doubt. But this game, like, everybody's making a big deal with the 11 a.m. game. Tiger Stadium sold out. They absolutely hate – I mean, everybody hates Tennessee. Let's call it what it is. Their yeah, fans are – It's going to be electric in Baton Rouge. At yeah. Uh, People act – like, I saw that big game sooner or whatever saying, oh, it's not going to be a home – like, uh, I mean, people are saying the same thing about Ole Miss against Kentucky, and I thought that was the rowdiest I've ever seen our stadium for an 11 a.m. game. Don't say it too loud, uh, Ben. You're going to make people mad. They're going to get mad at you. Well, I mean, I thought our, I, shout out to our fans. I thought the atmosphere was incredible. I loved it. But Sometimes the early game is better because people aren't drunk yet. Uh, in the students' section, people seem quite drunk by noon already from what, what I saw. But, right. but there you go. Had they done that all day and gotten to 630, they might have been passed out. I think it may have kept them at the game longer. Like, I think maybe it, like, keeps them there for the whole game. Because I, mean, I thought not, not too many people left in that one. But I think LSU will be super rowdy. A lot's been made about Jaden Daniels only throwing for 80 yards last week, and rightly so. Yeah. Uh, Butte, Keishon Butte hadn't really done much the first few weeks. He sat out last week with the birth of his kid. Uh, I'm kind of looking for him that if he's ever going to step back up, this is the game to do it. And uh, Tennessee's got the 128th-ranked pass defense in college football. So I'm kind of thinking LSU's going to score some more points. Obviously, Tennessee will score too, but – uh, my instincts are liking the LSU plus three here. I mean, I, you know, winning down, I always take the underdog, though. It's not an SEC game yet, but Texas and OU in the Red River Classic in Dallas, um, this line keeps moving up. It's Texas minus seven now. I mean, God, Oklahoma's looked so bad the last couple of weeks, but I feel like Texas is almost a sucker side here. Like, rivalry game, you're getting plus seven. Kind of a toss-up. You know, both teams have looked a little up and down so far. You know, Texas, we were on them last week against West Virginia, though. That was a good spot. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I think I'd take Oklahoma or pass here. I know Oklahoma looks really bad. But these rivalry games, man, anytime you get seven or more, I mean, I usually take the underdog in the series and it works out because these games are usually pretty dang close. So, uh, I think I'd lean Oklahoma here, even though it's, man, they don't – I mean, they certainly don't look very good. I'm guessing Vegas has some information on KJ Jefferson here because this line in Starkville keeps moving up as well. It's now Arkansas plus nine and a half at Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I wish I knew more. This, we're taping this on Wednesday, so I wish I knew more about KJ Jefferson. I mean, my instincts, if he was playing, I think I'd take Arkansas on the points. 
I know you got to give State a lot of credit. They looked great last week. They slaughtered AM 42 24. And, you know, I was impressed by how many points they scored. I mean, I know AM allowed some defensive stuff too, but uh, I just, I, I know things have been going kind of bad in Arkansas the last two weeks too. They're kind of on the standing eight count, but I still think I'd lean the, lean the points there and expect them to fight a little bit. Don't want to spend a lot of time on this because nobody really cares, but Missouri at Florida, it's an 11-point line now. Missouri has played pretty well the last two weeks. They should have beaten uh, Auburn, and they very easily could have beaten Georgia, as crazy as that sounds. How do you expect them to respond in in Gainesville? I think this is one of those games that's set up for Missouri to get blown out after they – you know, got their heart. They blew that. You know, they were winning 19-9 in that fourth quarter against Georgia and lost 26-22. But that being like a late Saturday night game and this being an 11 a.m. game and traveling, like I feel like this is kind of a spot where I wouldn't be surprised if they came out flat after what happened last week. And, you know, Florida obviously lost to Tennessee a couple weeks ago. But, I mean, I think were they off last – they were off last week or they didn't play anybody good. Florida um, played the Sunday game against, like, Sisters of – St. Mary's School of Arts or something. I mean, I can't, Eastern Washington is who they played. Yeah, and so I think Florida might – this might be a bounce-back spot for Florida here. I just think Missouri, you know, you lose that OT game against Auburn and you blow that lead against Georgia. This just seems like a weird spot on the road at 11 a.m. where you might come out a little flat is what my instincts are telling me. Are you willing to lay 30 on Georgia? Man, it's a bounce-back spot. and I don't think Auburn's going to score a lot, but no. I mean, 30 is just too much. I mean, it's – I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I tried to lay 25 with USC last week and got burned, but I, I'm not laying 30. And Georgia's offense didn't look very good last week. And, you know, I know no, Auburn's not great, but they do play hard on defense. So, I mean, I'm not laying 30 there. I mean, I guess – God, how do you take Auburn, though? I mean, this is oh, – I know. It's weird. So, this is a weird week. Like, we're going to get to the NFL in a minute. And I, I, I've got four NFL games that I kind of like. I'm not sure I have any that I really like. It's a weird week, and it's kind of that way with college, too. Like this one, uh, Ole Miss at Vanderbilt. The Rebels now ninth in the country. They're, they're, I have no doubt whatsoever Ole Miss is going to win the game. I am all over this line thinking, ooh, I don't know. Ole Miss minus 17. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've kind of noticed a trend with Ole Miss. I'm sure you're seeing it, too. We're like – if they come out strong in the first half, they really yank off the gas in the second half. Like, you know, we saw, obviously, everybody saw it happen against Tulsa, and they scored three points against Kentucky in the second half. And, you know, the Detroit game was similar to that, too, where they scored, you know, they were up big first half and didn't do much second half. Uh, I think I might be more inclined to, like, take Ole Miss in the first half line than in the game. Like, it seems like Ole Miss is getting off to pretty fast starts this year, but then I don't know for whatever reason – you know, I don't know if teams are making second-half adjustments or getting complacent, but it seems like the offense is uh, playing a lot better in the first halves than the second halves. Yep, and then, sure. you know, also, you know, the beat hard-fought Kentucky game, all, and Auburn's bad, but, you know, you're kind of just looking to go get out of Andy with a win. I don't think you're that concerned with covering the spread here. Kentucky looking to bounce back after what for them was a very disappointing loss. They are giving nine-and-a-half to Carolina at, at home. South Carolina sucks. I'm just going to just point blank say it. Spencer Rattler was bad last year. He was the first quarterback that didn't do well at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley's system. You know, I don't care if he's got a rocket for an arm or all the intangible, you know, the, you know, size, all that. I mean, and he hadn't looked good at South Carolina. They hadn't looked good at all, period. And uh, I think this is a really good bounce back spot for Kentucky. I, I just, 
South Carolina seemed like a big fluke last year under overachieving under Beamer, and they've really come crashing back to earth. And I, I think this is a get-right game for Kentucky. The Oxford Exxon Podcast is brought to you by the College Corner. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell in um, Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet. You can also visit the College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into uh, bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them in Ridgeland or Oxford today. We're also brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from work to uh, lifestyle to nightlife. Everything is uh, right there at the Rogue from all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. Our friends at Blue Delta Jeans are excited to announce they'll be hosting Mustache the Band Friday, October the 14th for the Square Jams After Party. Come watch the uh, Ole Miss basketball team on Friday night on the Oxford Square. And then uh, head over to the Lyric and join the folks from Blue Delta with the world's most powerful 90s country party band. Ticket packages are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans, some don't. But all include admission to the concert and an open bar to book. Just DM Blue Delta on their socials. Or visit BlueDeltaJeans.com slash afterparty and they'll see you there. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at A-Stock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. Uh, A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. Brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, if you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, gain control of your income and schedule, MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, Andy Ludecki can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. in Mississippi. In fact, under the highest standards, if you take diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medication, they typically cause some side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris formulated prescription support. It's one of the many products uh, from there that people like me have been trying. Makes a big difference. Helps you stay more compliant taking your medication. Eliminates those side effects. Helps you stay healthier over the long term. Solutions RX is available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi, and on their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Receive 10% off your first order. 
Hawkham Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkham, Mississippi, is the place to go if you want to custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Hawkham Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and Hawkham Portable Buildings makes it happen. In-house financing is available. There's free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkham as well. 662-226-2233 or go to HawkhamBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkham Portable Buildings. And it's tailgating time. Uh, lots of games still left on the Ole Miss schedule. And you can uh, set up your tailgating with the people at 7 South Tailgating. Once you do that, you'll never want to tailgate without them again. 7SouthTailgating.com. They've got single-game, multi-game packages. They have availability for any and all services and game selection. So get in touch with them regardless of your budget, your party size, your number of games needed. They can accommodate you. Again, it's 7SouthTailgating.com. I do too. Uh, last one, I, I think Alabama's going to blow out Texas A&M. I don't care if Young plays or not. I, I really, I just don't think it matters. I think they're going to destroy them. Yeah, and I mean, you got to think this game after everything with Jimbo and Saban and last year. I mean, uh, I, I think Bryce Young's going to go. To be truthful, um, I really do. Uh, so yeah, I, I like that. And then I mean, I wouldn't hate if you took Bama first half too. I mean, I think they're just going to beat the crap out of them. I know twenty three and a half, a big number, but this is a huge statement spot and. Man, we have to talk about this A&M offense. I can't wait to see where all these kids and all these five-star kids end up next year. I'm sure some will go to Texas and it'll really make them mad. I wonder how hard Kiffin's already going after these A&M, you know, all these five-star kids that got paid, you know, however much, I don't know, to go to school there. They're just wasting. You know, it's – it's. I mean, that that was embarrassing last week. And uh, I think they're, they're, they're obviously in big trouble. It doesn't take a rocket science to see it. I've been saying this all week. We are a – whether it was a Jefferson fumble, a bad snap, a kick, some combination thereof, you don't have to do change much in that game in Arlington to give Arkansas a win. And had we got it, we would be watching Meltdown City right now. I mean, it's already kind of Meltdown City. That's, I mean, they can't – the Mississippi schools have given A&M so much trouble. And that yeah. – you know that's inexcusable to them with the resources they have in Texas. Compared Mississippi to State has dominated them. They just have. They have dominated that series. Yeah, no doubt about it. Not, it doesn't look like it's going to get any better for him. Max Johnson does not look good. The quarterback play is a mess, and I mean, they just look bad. There's no getting around it. And you know, I said it to you before, and I reiterated. I mean, I think Jimbo's offense feels outdated. It feels too complicated. We live in a society now where it's about having player friendly schemes and RPOs and man to man matchups. And you know, I, I just feel like he hasn't evolved enough in the last few years. I think that's true. All right, let's get into the NFL slate. Uh, I want the college game to mention. I was on that UCLA against Washington last week. I'm on UCLA again as a four and a half point home dog to Utah. Uh, I just I think UCLA is a little better than people think, and a lot got overblown with South Alabama fighting them a couple weeks ago. I thought that was a good win against Washington. And, you know, I think UCLA's got a shot at that Pac-12 South, so I wanted to mention that game. Oh, I like that game too, as a matter of fact. And Utah's not as good away from home as they are. At no, home. no, they're one of those teams that's hard to win there. Their home road splits are big. Uh, people will be watching the Colts and Broncos while they listen to use. It'll be a little bit late there. I don't know that I care crazy about either one of these plays. The Colts enter the game on Thursday night, a, a three-point dog at Denver. Well, so no Jonathan Taylor got announced, which is a big loss for Indy. Look, the Colts, where are the playmakers? I mean, Michael Pittman's a pretty good receiver, but their passing game is just not explosive. Matt Ryan's old, slow 
And then on the Denver side, they lost Javante Williams to torn ACL. I don't see how this, this over under 42 and a half. This game smells like a 16 13. All these primetime games keep going under. And I just think we, I, this smells like another just really ugly one here. So I, I'm taking under 42 and a half in this one. All right, let's get into the Sunday games. Uh, Kenny Pickett is going to make his uh, his first professional start for the Steelers. They're at Buffalo, not a fun place to get your first start. It's a 14-point line. You don't see lines that big in the NFL, but here it is, Buffalo minus 14. No, and I, I mean, I can't take Pittsburgh, like you said, the rookie quarterback. And let's just reiterate, I say this all the time, Matt Canada is the worst offensive coordinator in pro football. You hate How him. is he an offensive coordinator in the NFL? Did you see what he did at LSU a few years ago? Yeah. Invisible. And I, I, I mean, I'm him. thinking about laying 14 here. I, I, yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I, I, God, I just, I never like playing more than 10 at pro football, but because they shorten the games, but I, I don't hate it. You know, Pittsburgh won there in week one last year, too, which I think actually might help you here. I mean, Buffalo should beat the hell out of them. I mean, you know what? I, I'm Buffalo or nothing. How about that? I, there's no way I'm taking Pittsburgh here. I accidentally skipped the London game at 830. It's the Giants and the Packers. Here's another big line, and I don't hate it. I don't hate Packers minus eight. Man, I, last week I was ratted out by them against New England, and they almost lost. They're just not very explosive on offense uh, with the receiving core right now. But the Giants, I mean, Saquon Barkley was out there running the Wildcat last week. You know, I don't know what, as of right now, what's Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor's status. So it's really hard to take the Giants when you don't know who's going to be playing quarterback. But the only thing with Green Bay is just that I know there was 27-24 last week, but they've been playing these low-scoring games. So it's hard to lay eight. But sure, I'm still Green Bay or nothing. I'm not taking the Giants. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they've got their quarterback, Tom Brady, with all the off-the-field stuff that it bugs me, it really bothers me that people take such pleasure in personal foibles for people. It drives me kind of crazy. Uh, Tampa is a nine-point favorite against the Falcons, who play hard. They're just not very good. Yeah, so this one, Atlanta's actually two and two, but, man, the quarter Patterson injury I think is going to really hurt Atlanta. He's given them a lot so far this year, and he's on the IR until week nine. This line coming out this high at eight and a half or nine instead of seven, I, I think Tampa's going to win by two or three touchdowns. Um, I think this is like a spot where everybody's acting like the sky's falling on Tampa with this Brady thing and saw him get beat on Sunday night by a motivated KC team. Uh, you know, sometimes in Vegas when these lines come out a little higher, there's reason, and I think this is a get-right game, get right game for Tampa. Okay, that's interesting. Uh AFC East game, the Dolphins head up to New York, your neck of the woods, to play uh, the Jets. The Dolphins a three-point favorite with all the Tua scandal going around. Tua won't play, but they're still favored by three. Yeah, so Teddy Bridgewater's stats on the road against the spread are like – he's like 24-5 and five or something in his career on the road against the spread. And that – you know, when I, I saw that stat because I was considering the Jets, and then I saw that stat. Like, Teddy's like, – you know, he's certainly nothing spectacular, but he's like that steady veteran – backup presence who's not going to be rattled and i think uh miami will probably go get it done like he's just going to make less mistakes than zach wilson all right talk me out of this because i love this line and i know it's a kind of big line so talk me out of it because i don't want to go lose money am i crazy to just love the vikings at home minus seven against a bears team that can't score and they're already talking about getting uh, moving on from justin fields i was listening to chicago radio this week it's really caustic. 
Fields wasn't their guy. He's not. He was Pace's guy. He was uh, Nagy's guy. He's not this regime's guy, and they don't like him. And he's not doing much, and they're not letting him do much. They are so conservative on offense, and Minnesota's good at home. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I'm. I like your logic here. I mean, in the division games sometimes they're weird, like the underdogs cover. But um, the fact is, in Minnesota, Minnesota's going to score points and. But like you said, I mean, Fields, his passing stats are atrocious. They don't have any receivers either. I mean, they're not helping them with their lack of playmakers. Uh, no, I, I like Minnesota here too. I'm fine with it. I know the only thing in Minnesota is like what a crazy game that was them beating the Saints in London and coming back. But they, they should be fine here. I'd like Minnesota too. Uh, Chargers at Cleveland. The uh, Chargers are a team that have really struggled to live up to expectations. Injuries and such have hurt them. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Cleveland. They got me last week, though. I was on that Houston thing, and I looked up, and the Chargers were up 21 nothing in the second yeah. quarters. Um, Cleveland, boy, what a headache they are. They're 2-2, two and two and they should be 4-0. Oh. I mean, they mm-hmm. blew, completely blew the Jets, and they blew that game in Atlanta. I don't know what they're doing with their play calling. All you got to do is give it to Nick Chubb, and he gets eight yards every play. If they keep trying to force throw him with Brissett, I don't get it. Um, the line looked like – I feel like I'll probably take the home dog here because the Chargers don't have the best run defense. Um, and like I said, even though the Chargers won last week, I mean, no Bosa, no Slater, their left tackle. Keenan Allen's probably out here again with his hamstring injury. I mean, they've got some serious injuries, so – uh, I think I'm Cleveland here or nothing. Detroit is uh, in New England. The uh, the Patriots, because they're just a great organization, I suppose. They they lost last week, but they looked kind of good doing it without their. They were going with the third team quarterback uh, Bailey Sapp from Western Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Mason Brooks, who played with him at Western Kentucky last year, and he was just so excited about his guy. Um, Detroit's a three point dog in New England. I like New England here. I think Mac Jones is he's trying to play from what I'm hearing. Uh, but I just feel like with Belichick, they're going to win like the games they're supposed to win. And Detroit's kind of been like America's darling this year. Everybody wants to bet on them. But, you know, they can't stop anybody. I mean, they've allowed the most points through four weeks of any team in NFL history on defense. Something crazy, like 130-some points. Um, so I, I think New England, no matter who's a quarterback, will pull this out of them. The Texans burned you last week. The Jags kind of burned me, but they ran into a buzzsaw in Philly. The Jags are back home looking to get well. They're giving seven to Houston. Houston's won the last four in the series, but, like, does that matter? Because Jacksonville has been so bad until this year. Um, I'm probably staying away, though. I mean, Yeah, I just, the line's a little big, really. Yeah, well, just these division games, like seven's a lot in these division games, man. The division games, they always know so much about each other. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I'm probably staying away from this one, to be honest. Titans head to the nation's capital. They play the Commanders, uh, get, giving two and a half on the road. This game is going to be crappy. I mean, the way these the styles of these two teams, it's just, just going to be ugly. God, the Commanders have been so horrible. Oh. Uh, and, and Tennessee has shown some life. Oh, Tennessee's definitely shown life. But then there's that Tennessee thing where they always play good in games. They're underdogs. And then when you expect them to win, they just suck. Uh, God, I don't know. How do I bet the Commanders here? I, I, I'm probably going to stay away. But it, I think I'd take the Commanders if I had to make a pick. All right, I know you're a Saints guy and you like to avoid Saints games. But this one's interesting. The yeah, Saints- it is. 
the Saints giving five and a half in New Orleans against uh, DK Metcalf and the Seattle Seahawks. I think the story that people aren't talking enough about in pro football, the Russell Wilson leaving and the upgrade that Geno Smith's been over Russell Wilson. I know. Geno's playing awesome. And Pete Carroll looks like he's 20 years younger. I mean, yeah, I mean, they look, man, I mean, Geno's playing some good football. They're two and two. They're chunking it around. You know, you see how bad Russell Wilson looks. Look, Vegas is telling you they like the Saints because I thought this line would be three and a half or four, and it came out at five and a half. And the Saints are one and three in a spot where you literally can't. I mean, you can't lose this game. It isn't what it is. It's a must-win game. It's a must-win game. Yeah, it's a total must-win game. So I'm probably going to stay away from it because five and a half seems high. But it does feel like Vegas likes the Saints because, I mean, God, it seems I don't know how you make the line that high. You know, it seems like you make it three and a half or four. Why is this thing this high? It's kind of just got an alarm bell going off. All right, into the 3 o'clock games, 4 o'clock out there in New York. Um, Niners at Carolina. This is a uh, six-and-a-half-point line. The Niners coming off a big win over the Rams. Now they got to go across the country and play a Carolina team that sucks. I'm always, like, weird about taking obvious unders, but how the hell are 40 points getting scored in this game unless Mayfield, unless there's turnovers? Yeah, it's probably under under 39 this afternoon, yeah. The Niners could win this thing, what, like 17 to 7, and I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be surprised. I mean, this, like, look at how the Niners have been playing, like 24-9 over the Rams. When they had a pick six, they played the 11-10 game against Denver on Sunday night football. And Carolina can't score. Mayfield is the dead last QBR in the NFL. So, to me, I'm going under 39 and a half. And if this thing turns into a shootout, I'm happy to lose money. Philadelphia, the hottest team in the NFL right now. They look they look just like a gazillion dollars. I mean, Jacksonville, I thought, had them on the ropes. Yeah. Nope, they just bounce right back. Rain doesn't bother them. They're tough. They can run on you. They, they, Jalen Hurts is playing great. AJ Brown's lighting it up. I mean, they, they are legit on defense. There's a lot there to like if you're an Eagles fan. They're giving five and a half on the road against uh, the Arizona Cardinals. The thing with Arizona, I said it last week. I'll say they stink at home and they're awesome on the road. It doesn't make any sense. They were 9-0 on the road last year. This year, they're 2-0 on the road with the comeback to the Raiders and the win at Carolina last week, and they're 0-2 at home. They got smoked by the Chiefs and Rams, who are both good. But, like, until I see that trend break, I mean, I think I'm just going to go against them at home and take them on the road. And, you know, Eagles by 5.5, like, it makes it look like, you know, I feel like Arizona looks like a pretty good home dog with the line being this high, but. I'm not, I'm not taking them um, the way they stunk it up. So, I, I mean, I think I might take Philly here. I'm Philly or nothing. I kind of like a dog uh, road team here in this game coming up. I'm sure you're going to tell me I'm crazy. It's the 325 game, and, and feel free because I don't want to lose money. Again, uh, Dallas goes to the Rams. The Rams just looked like junk in San Francisco. They've got injuries. They look like they've got a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. The Cowboys keep winning without Dak Prescott. Um, D- Dallas getting five and a half on the road in L.A. And you know it's not going to be a true road game. Can you imagine how many Cowboy fans will be in Los Angeles on Sunday afternoon? There'll be 40,000 of them. No, this, this, these are all true points. And then the, when you really look at the Rams, think the pass protection has been bad. And Dallas has been able to – has been awesome rushing the pass led by Michael Parsons. But – 
something something about this one feels weird too. Like I feel like the, the Cowboys are going to be really public. Everybody's seen how bad the Rams have played. You know, it looked horrible on Monday Night Football, and everybody's talking themselves into Cooper Rush as a savior right now. So, I mean, I'm just I, I'm just going opposite thing. I mean, I I'd lean Rams minus five if, if anyone in this game. Okay. All right, uh, game I'll be watching pretty closely. It's a rivalry game, AFC North. It's the Sunday night game. Should be a great one. Uh, Bengals and Ravens, two teams who know each other well. Uh, the Bengals getting three points on the road against uh, Baltimore. What a game this is. This is a really mm. hard pick. Bengals won both last year. And I remember they played around this time last year, and that was the Jamar Chase 250-yard breakout game. Uh, I remember that, that was when the Bengals announced they were for real. Man, I I hate to sound like a cop out, but I just really don't know in this game. Uh, I think home team by three seems like the right thing. You know, I like Burrow. I like Lamar Jackson. I don't really like the Bengals play calling sometimes. I feel like it's kind of vanilla. Um, but I mean, they still got Burrow and so much talent out there. They make it work. But I still feel like they could get more out of that offense. Um, but I, I think I'm gonna sit back and, and probably watch this one to be honest. And you know, I, how, I, hadn't, I forgot how high the over-under is. I think it was like 48 or 49. Yeah, 48 and a half. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like it could be more a little more defensive than people think because the Bengals' offense hadn't really been lighting it up. And the Bengals' defense is very underrated. They're, it is. Mike Hilton obviously being part of it, but, you know, you look at Trey Hendrickson and Mike Hilton and Logan Wilson and Awuze, the former uh, Cowboys corner man, they've done a great job just getting veterans that know what they're doing out there on defense. Sam Hubbard, too. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Bates and safety. They're just extremely well coached. They're always in the right position. They're opportunistic. They rush the passer. Like I feel like, you know, when you think about the Bengals, you think about Burrow and Chase, but that defense is, you know, is a huge reason they made the Super Bowl last year. And I don't know. I I, I can kind of see this game being an under, even though people are not going to want to take under on Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow play. All right, last one, Benjamin. We got the Monday night game, another uh, rivalry game, AFC West, the uh, the Raiders. Had to have a win last week. Got it. Now they go to Kansas City, which is not exactly a prize. The Chiefs are just – they look fantastic in Tampa. They're at home at Arrowhead giving seven points to uh, Derek Carr and, and, and the boys from Vegas. I will not be going against the Chiefs here. Um, I think the Chiefs have really kind of smoked. Or the last few years have been real rough on the Raiders in the series. I remember last year there was a Sunday night game around this time. The Chiefs beat them like 41-14. Uh, in Vegas, and I think the Chiefs, that, you know, you and I were both on that Colts upset against them a couple of weeks ago, but I feel like that game may have poked the bear. I mean, that was a vintage Patrick Mahomes effort on Sunday night in Tampa. Now I got a Monday night game with this division rival that they're a lot better than. I mean, I, I kind of like KC here. Uh, how can people catch your work over the weekend? Well, uh, back in the office, I'm a pick central from noon to one Eastern every day on the Barstool Sportsbook YouTube channel. My, so our college football show is actually at Rutgers Friday night, Nebraska Rutgers. I'm kind of debating going out there just to make an appearance because why not if the weather's good. And we'll have live uh, streams at the Barstool Sportsbook Game on House Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you know, I'm just going to – I think my plan next couple of weeks, I'm going to chill here in New York uh, until Miss LSU and Baton Rouge. We've already announced the college football show is going to be at Fred's. Uh, and I would love to see some Ole Miss fans there to not just be overwhelmed by the purple and gold. Um, but I think I'm going to hang out up here till then, but then I'll be around the South a good bit. You know, I'm going to try to make the Bama game uh, for sure, and uh, we'll see. So that's kind of where we're at. 
the center. I think it's time to just chill up here for a couple of weeks. Uh, I was down south in New Orleans and uh, Oxford, Memphis, and it was a big trip. But I think I'm going to kind of lick my wounds here for a little bit. Well, rest up. We'll look forward to following you over the weekend and look forward to seeing you in, in Baton Rouge. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. It's been a good gambling season so far, so let's keep it going. That's Ben Mintz of Barstool Sports. Always great to have him on the show, Ben. Talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks again.